Hello and welcome to Tribal Council, a show in which two brothers who had never seen Survivor before start from the very beginning. I'm collecting beads for a necklace for my wife, Patrick. And I'm Chris. I'm just living in the pineapple zone, looking out for tentacles. And this week we're going to talk about season 43, Drop the Four, Keep the Three, episode three. I was listening to another Survivor podcast where they introduced it each time by uh, giving some sort of descriptor of what they were doing based on the episode. Mm-hmm. So I thought I would try that out. Listeners, tell me what you think. That's fun. Before we talk about the episode, yeah. I have a sort of quiz for you. Ooh. Not really quiz. I guess it's just like a, it's more like one question, but with multiple answers. So I saw, it's based off of a Reddit post I saw where somebody was surprised by something from imdb so if you like look up shows or movies on imdb it lists like the top cast yes and then you can like click through and see like more of the cast well the top cast doesn't always like it's editable in some fashion and so they were just surprised by one of the names that showed up in the top cast um because it wasn't a contestant who's like been on there like a whole bunch of times i also saw this reddit post right so fine that's fine Oh, so okay. The, I was like, su- I think I know the I know the answer to this question. Okay. So the pr- surprise is that like the number two person listed is Lillian from uh season seven Pearl Islands. Yeah, Pearl Islands. Yeah, yeah. Um and she's never been on the show again. Even her IMDB thing doesn't have a profile picture, so it's just like a generic, like gray person. Um, so it's just a surprise for that's there. For like other shows, it's it's often who you would expect, but it can change. Like I looked up New Girl. And the top six are Zoe Deschanel, Jake Johnson, Max Greenfield, Hannah Simone, Lamorne Morris, and Damon Wayne Jr. So it's like the who, top if six you cast. Either right. don't know New Girl or don't know who celebrities' names are. Those are the six main people in New Girl. Right. Um, so my question for you is there it showed I actually only screenshotted one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. The top 16 people. So I will say the only one that I think is a weird one is Lillian. I think the others probably make sense. To be fair, we have not seen only two of those top 16 we have not seen before. Really? Okay. The other 14 we have seen the contestants. Oh wait, I lied. Three. But of those three, like you definitely would recognize the names. Like I see the names and I'm like, oh, okay. I know those people are famous and so far. Okay. So name some. What do you think? Well, okay. So I saw this reddit post and saw lillian and johnny fairplay okay uh jeff probst is like number Mm -hmm. one i don't know if you're including him or not yep so those are the first three i would guess uh richard hatch nope not in the top 16 i would guess sari uh yes she's in there she's number 11 uh boston rob rob mariano yep he's number four uh rob sesternino not in it. Uh, Rupert Bonham. Yep. Um, fucking what's his name? Colby Donaldson. Yeah, he's like 15. He barely made it on there. Ooh, I'm kind of surprised by that because he like actually has done other things in television. He's uh, also Sandra? been in, based off the number of episodes. I think he's been on three to four. I think four seasons, based off the number of episodes. 
Uh, Sandra. Yep. She's pretty high uh, on the list. She what? She's pretty high on the list. Okay. I think all of these people, other than Johnny Fairplay and Lillian, have been in four seasons or more. Maybe one or maybe a couple of them have only been three seasons. So three to four seasons. Uh, some that I know of that I'm like, like some of those three that we haven't seen before. I'm going to guess like uh, Tyson Apostle. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, I So I guess there's four we haven't seen. I skipped over Tyson because we like know him so well just from like watching, watching the challenge, him in the challenge the and stuff. podcast. Yeah. Uh, coach. Yep. That's Benjamin Wade. Coach. He was the number 16 out of 16 in this list. Uh, so just for the sake of maybe it's not interesting to just sit here and like have you try to guess a bunch. I'll tell you who's left. Uh, so people is that Stephanie we on there, people that are left that we have seen are Amber Mariano, okay. uh, Tina Wesson. Really? Okay. Yeah. She's been in 54 episodes. So she's, that's probably four seasons. Uh, Jerry Manthe, Ethan okay, Zong. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then people that we have not seen, uh, Parvati, who I definitely okay. have heard that name and know she's done a lot. Uh, and Ozzy Oscar. Oh yeah. Okay. I why do I think? Uh, maybe I saw something on Twitter. Something was talking about like Hispanic Survivor contestants for Hispanic Heritage Month, and Ozzy I think is Hispanic. And they said something about like something that he did on Cook Islands. Like I, I think that he is in season thirteen, which we will see. Oh, okay. Shortly. Like after uh, season 43, I think we'll see Ozzy for the first time. Yeah, the years on, yes, I think you're right. Because the year, like Ceri's years listed, it says 2006 to 2019. So 2006 is the season we just started. And then Ozzy and Parvati are also 2006. So they're probably going to be in the same season. Yeah, 15. which I think makes sense because I think Parvati is Indian. And so okay. we know that Cook Islands is the... Uh, oh. separating everybody by race and so there's probably kind of a lot of a lot more diverse cast members than we have seen or i should say a lot more people of color than we have seen previously in that season right uh yeah so i just thought that was kind of interesting uh lillian and johnny fairplay have been edited to be in the top apparently and the rest kind of seem normal uh yeah i am kind of i guess i don't know if how much more amber plays uh She's been in 55 episodes, so uh, I mean, I think Maybe she plays one more season then. No, or because we've seen her in what, two? Yeah, so we've probably seen her in like over 30 episodes. Yeah, I guess I wonder, do you think Winners at War was a longer than normal season? She's in Winners at War because it has her year listed 2020 as her ending year. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's definitely some spoilers in looking at the year 2020 and seeing who's in it or there's probably uh like if rob plays again she probably comes as a loved one which would only be like one episode but would yeah i mean that could when she visits him yeah 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 maybe uh yeah cool all right that's it you got anything before we dive into this week's episode uh no uh i will start off saying i was on tentacle watch and live and watch as i do uh no we didn't get to see the live in tattoo this week i don't think uh and no special tentacle stuff yeah no live in no tentacles um 
I can't believe that you missed the tentacles like halfway through the episode. I mean, we did get another good look at the snuff thing for snuffing the torch at the end of the episode that has the tentacles on it, but that's the only real tentacles I saw. Well, in the very, actually in like the opening shot of the episode, it showed the like logo that did have some tentacles on it. Well, yeah, that's what inspires the whole tentacle one. Right. I know. I know. But just like we did, they are emphasizing the logo, which is emphasizing tentacle watch. Oh, um, I hate that name. So we start off seeing that uh, Jesse's a little worried that Dwight and Noel are going to be mad at him for um, voting out Justine in the previous episode. Um, and Jesse says, Dwight might have to go next. I'll sign the divorce papers. It's okay. That's the name of the episode. But I'm so we were correctly predicted by seeing in the preview that Jesse was going to say that, that Jesse was going to say that. Yes, we did. Um, yeah, good for us. Uh, yeah, I. This was kind of fun where Jesse was saying, like, I'll sign the divorce papers. And then we also got a confessional from Dwight talking about how he was upset about it. But he's like, I'm not like mad about it. I'm just a little frustrated. Like he's going to have to sleep on the couch for a while. Mm-hmm. Um and they both were talking about how it affect their marriage, but like Dwight is saying he'll have to sleep on the couch, and Jesse is like, "It's over." Yeah, yeah, it was good, and it was nice that they have like this clear like island marriage thing. They're like island wife. Um, we jump to Baca, where Gabler's really struggling. He slept on the beach. Um, Ellie's getting kind of annoyed, feeling like they have to baby him because he's just struggling, like living surviving on the island um and ellie is trying to figure out like so they know ellie knows that gabler's immunity idol is still active until he goes to another tribal council um but she wants to find out if gabler knows that it's still active which like yes he's gonna know that yeah or or if he doesn't know that he can easily check Right. And so Ellie is talking to Cody and I think somebody else. No, it was uh, Sammy and Janine. Oh, yeah, 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 right. Sammy. Yes, yes. Um, And says like, okay, I'll broach the topic with him because I think I'm closest to him. And Sammy's like, what? You think you're closest with him? Okay. Uh, And Janine is like, yeah, she definitely is. And Sammy is just like, okay, whatever you say. So then Sammy goes and tells Gabler like, hey, listen to what these two think. They like think you don't know that your idol's still active, and so they're gonna try to ask you about it. So let's just like see what happens. Um, and they tell Owen this plan also, and then like this was just like edited so smoothly as if like it was all just like written out. Because then they're all just like sitting around, and Ellie comes up and she's like, "Hey, so what's up?" Um, and she brings it up. Gabler pretends that like goes along with her thoughts that it is expired, um, and then she walks away like. Oh, that's awesome. He's so dumb. He doesn't know that it's still active. Yeah, there's a she kind of goes a little bit step further. Like she has a, a good move kind of where she is like uh asks if they can like use basically his idol to make some fake idols for after the merge, basically. That like they would all know is fake, but everyone else wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. Um but Gabler is like, oh no, I was like wanted to give it to my daughter as like a souvenir when I got home, yada yada yada. But her being like, if I could get him to break his idol, basically, then it actually is ineffective, no matter what he believes, which would be great. But she buys his story of just wanting a souvenir. And so, yeah. 
works out great for Gabler. It would really work out great if, well, I guess it's not the same beads, but it's like, it was interesting because this tribe, we have not seen them make the fake or the idol from the beware advantage, right? Right. And so it's just interesting to bring up the idea of like breaking down the beads to like make something else just because that's what the other tribes are also doing. They just don't. It's a different scenario. Yeah. Um, I did think it was a very much like that Friends episode where people are finding out that um, Chandler and Monica are hooking up. It was like, they don't know that I know they know I know. Because right. it, it was very <laughs> much that feeling. Uh, we jump over to Coco. It's James's birthday. Um, they make a bracelet for him and tell him that he can do whatever he wants. And he's like, I want to go idol hunting. And somebody's like, okay, I know we said you can do whatever you want, but like, that's super fishy. Like, you know what it seems like when you go out and you're just like, I'm going to go idol hunting. Like, you can't do that. Yeah. Uh, uh, James just didn't give a shit. He's like, it's my birthday. I don't want to do anything. And if I am going to do something, I'm going to idol hunt. And you all just, that's what I'm going to do. Well, he also, he doesn't appear to go idol hunting. Instead, he just goes and takes a nap for a long time. Yeah. I mean, I assume he did idol hunt. It just wasn't on camera. But yeah, basically what we see from him is just napping. Um, but while he's napping and other people are fishing, Carla goes idol hunting um, and she finds the beware advantage and she puts it back. I was so excited about this because I was like, oh, this could be so cool where she like knows who has the idol mm-hmm. or she like knows when it's grabbed and like can kind of keep an eye on it and stuff and can like make someone else have the risk of that and the target on their back, but like she knows about it and that's almost more valuable and that's awesome. And so she goes to talk to James about it, not telling him that she found anything, but just like, so like you watched 41 and 42, right? Like this beware advantage, yada, yada, yada. What would you do if you found one? And I thought she was basically going to try to get James to like, Hey, why don't you go grab this? Like have birthday, yada, yada, yada uh and instead he kind of like is like oh yeah you have to open it like this is a game about risks and she's like well i'm gonna go get some water (laughs) yes i'll be right back no (laughs) connection um it's like not a smooth transition at all uh Uh, but but, james is sleeping so he doesn't mind (laughs) so she gets it and then she's like hey everybody we made that bracelet for james for his birthday it made me want to make one for my wife. And so she starts like trying to gather the beads together to make one um, for her wife, supposedly. Um, and uh, does like a great job. It seems like it doesn't take her very long. Like she just trades, she like barters people for their beads. She's like, hey, I'll give you all these other beads for that one special one because I like it a lot. And Geo does that. Um, she trades earrings for Cassidy's bead, or uh, no, she trades a single earring for Cassidy's bead and the other half of those earrings that earring to Lindsay. Um, Ryan is like, no, I'll give you my, like, we can trade socks. And then she <laughs> like, just goes, gets more beads. And she's like, how about all these beads? And he's like, yeah, okay, that's fine. Uh, well, there was something specific of, he had mentioned that his girlfriend loves turquoise or something. So she went and found like a bunch of beads yeah. that would be good for that. And was like, Hey, why don't you give me that bead that I asked for? And I'll give you all of these ones that are specifically that I know that you want. Uh, which is like the whole thing is using your social game and so i was like that is impressive that she's like using what she knows about ryan to convince him to get the bead right um i i would be interested to see like a time lapse of 
how long it actually took from start to finish because it seemed like it did not take very long but it could have yeah. been hours yeah. i don't know um yeah i agree with that it is uh it was interesting because like it was it's masterful like she did this very very well and alone where right. when we saw cody do it last episode cody and dwight and neca all knew about it and or sorry cody and jesse and neca all knew about it and so jesse and neca were like helping him and trying to get other people to give it to give the beads to cody and stuff like that but so cody has this idol but jesse and neca know about it right where uh this Carla does all of this and no one seems to suspect anything. And Carla now has an idol and no one knows. And she has to go back. Like the, the beware part of this is gone. Yeah. She just has Which, an idol. Now. We saw that like last season in season 42, there was not very much secret info because people told everybody everything, except there was an idol that um Marianne had that nobody knew about at one point. Right. And so Maybe this is maybe Carla's going to go for the long haul. She's going to win this whole thing. I hope so because she's on my fantasy team. Um, we get yours. a tiny bit with Vessi before the challenge. Um, Neca is braiding Dwight's hair. There's like a deleted scene that they released of just more of that. Dwight kind of talking about how he doesn't usually let people touch his hair. Um, and so it was like a nice bonding moment between them. Um, and we get some background from NECA's history where she used to have a missionary camp that she, I don't know, did she run it or she just worked at it? I think that she like supported it. Like she maybe visited it a couple of times and she donated financially. Um, and it got attacked and burned down, um, which was very upsetting, obviously. Um, yeah. I mean, knowing now that uh, NECA is the one to get kicked off this episode, maybe seeing this backstory here, I should have known, but. They've been they do a pretty good job of giving backstory even when people aren't getting kicked off. Well, yeah, and I mean they also gave Noel some good backstory this episode. Mm -hmm. And it ended up being between NECA and Noel. So it was like, yeah, okay, one of them is out. Right. Uh so we go to the challenge, which is on day seven. Um they for the challenge, they have to jump into the water, climb some crates, jump back into the water, retrieve some keys. Um, once they get all three keys, they're going to use those to unlock a turtle puzzle. And then the two tribes that win will get immunity and a toolkit and fruit. Um, and then the losing tribe has to go to tribal council. Geo has to sit out for his tribe. So it's all even teams. Um, I think that it's noteworthy that. So like it's teams of five then because it's five, five and five and Geo sitting out. Uh, but like three people do the like swimming and finding the keys and two people do the puzzle mm -hmm. and like no one does everything. No one right. does both. Yeah. So they have to decide who's swimming and who's puzzling. Um, when it starts, Noelle takes her leg off and just leaves it behind for like the swimming part of it, which somebody on Reddit made a post that said, Noelle makes survivor history tonight by being the first person to compete in a challenge, missing a limb while Kelly and Chad have amputated limbs. They wore prosthetics in every challenge they competed in noelle noelle actually removed her leg before starting the challenge and shows she was the first to ever do it but then they also said ps i may be wrong i'm going off memory here i'm kind of stoned so i may just be remembering <laughs> may not be remembering correctly i uh she did this and she like leans on uh i don't remember cody maybe like while she's like waiting to jump in the water um and i was i think so... she leans on dwight, dwight. Maybe? yes okay um, I guess I was just like, I don't, I don't, I'm, I have so many questions for Noel 
at some point. Like, I hope that whenever she gets kicked out, that exit interviews cover some of the things of like, is it just easier to swim without it? Like, yeah, because my first thought was like, that's harder, right? Like, it didn't like because especially because you have to swim and then also climb out on this platform and hop up a couple crates and then jump in again. And I was like, you're going to have to do all of that. Like, that's got to be so much harder. I mean, clearly she knows what's best for her, but right. But like the hopping on the crates and stuff, I was like, really? It's going to be easier without your leg? I'm, I was like so stunned by, I mean, clearly she makes the right decision. Like she Mm -hmm. rocks this challenge. Uh, And, but I, I, I'm so interested in like, yeah, I wouldn't have expected that it is easier, but I guess I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know anything about it um yeah, yeah. so it was anyway, super, it was very it was cool. super she cool she, <laughs> she left it behind i did notice so at the end of the challenge they have to like pick people to get on a boat to go on an adventure and she was one of those people and in the first shot of the boat like driving away you can see in the background her leg is still up on that platform <laughs> but then like when they show up she has it so like they clearly like looped around and like grabbed her leg uh but i thought that was kind of funny um so i was di- wondering it made me think through like do they give her a little bit of a heads up of like, hey, this you're going to be swimming or you're going to be running or something because she has multiple different prosthetics that she can wear and she like switches them out. We've seen her wear a couple different ones or does she has to bring. I think it's mostly just two. Like, does she bring both of them to every challenge and choose what she wants to do? Probably like, she has to do that because I feel like it would unless they told her the same information or told everybody the same information they would tell her, it would be an unfair advantage. Yeah. Or does she have to like, they have not been showing us this season, but I'm assuming they get some tree mail with like a hint to the challenge. Like they do in the old fashioned seasons. I wonder if she has to just base off of that of like, Ooh, it mentioned swimming. My running leg is going to be awful for that or whatever. Right. Um, So the swimming challenge or swimming part of the challenge is pretty like neck and neck when they get to the puzzle portion all the tribes are like fairly even Mm -hmm. um and then so we have the people working on the puzzle where baka has a slight lead going into the puzzle um, but it's all pretty even um the biggest important part here because baka wins coco gets second and vessi gets last is that the people working on the vessi puzzle were neka and uh jesse yeah right neka and jesse um and, and that they had a lead like they not not a first place lead but they had a second place lead uh they were beating coco for a while and then like lose it entirely mm-hmm. and get demolished by coco yeah they were really struggling with it they were like trying to look over at the finished baka puzzle to see like okay what did they do where did these pieces go when like the puzzle doesn't have that many pieces like i don't think it it could not have helped that much to look at the puzzle next to you yeah, I agree with that. I think that was a panic reaction. Um, yeah, so then the rest of the episode, uh, well, so Baka gets to choose somebody from each tribe, including their own, to go on this boat adventure, which I assume they probably assume that it's going to be the same sort of thing of like risk your vote situation that we saw in 41 and 42 and already saw once this season. Um, so they choose Noel to go, James to go, and then Owen from their own tribe to go, um, which... Let's just talk about that now, and then we'll just do like Vessi through Tribal Council. Then that would make more sense. So this, when they show up, um, they come to shore at like the same spot. It seems like as they did before, like the last one we saw, but they do a different adventure. 
So like they don't hike to the big rock in the water. They hike through the woods up to like the top of this cliff. So I thought that was kind of cool. Just like you're not seeing the exact same thing, even though it's like mostly the same thing. It was like nice that they changed it up a little bit. Yeah, it's more interesting to watch. And I think it also is more interesting for them to go back and like the fact that their story will be different to their tribe than the previous version story Mm -hmm. uh, is I think like an interesting wrinkle in that of like, wait, you have like the same situation that you're dealing with, like the same decision to make, but why did you, why did you hike through a jungle? They never said anything about a jungle. Like what's going on here. And particularly there's the first time uh, Cody did not believe that Dwight had to wade through water because he was already dry when he got back to camp. And so when Cody hears that Noel didn't wade through any water, I think he might be like, "Eh, what's going on there does he actually have something that he hasn't told us about um so when owen james and noel get to the point where they have to make their decision of like whether they're going to risk their vote or not um she tells owen and james that like the last tribal council did not go her way um she would love an like well on the walk she tells them like she'd love an alliance if they help her out then when they get there she's like listen i have to risk like i have to go for this um and they're like hey it's cool we get it like you need this we don't actually so why don't you just risk it guarantee you get the advantage we won't do anything which is super nice of them um if she's around at like merge is definitely going to be like garnering some good favor there i would imagine um and so she gets the advantage guaranteed being the only person to do the risk option here which um so then we go back to vessi which um while she was on this, Vessi was already like talking about what's going to happen at Tribal. Um, big thoughts are Noel maybe going or NECA because she performed poorly on the puzzle. Um, and she also performed poorly on the puzzle the last time too. Right. In episode two. Um, she... Which they made a comment in this episode that NECA asked to do the puzzle. And I was like, why after performing, like after you messed up on the puzzle and admitted messing up on the puzzle last time. Why would you say you need to do the puzzle again? I don't get it. I found out through reading her exit interview with entertainment weekly. I think that um, she learned to swim like a week before coming out. And so she was like, yes, I know that I like messed up on a puzzle once, but I'm really bad at swimming. And so I like the puzzle is a better spot for me, which makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Um, And she, is very clearly emotional like an emotional person um she feels like she let her tribe down here um and then when it is talk of like noel getting voted out she cries thinking of having to vote noel out just because she's grown close to her um and she says she's really inspiring yeah and then on the flip side of that like talk of getting rid of neca is hard for jesse because he views neca as uh, a reminder of his mom his mom passed away and neca reminds her reminds him of her um and so he's finding it very tough to think about having to vote NECA out because of that um and so it's just kind of this little split here um which we actually don't or I don't have much when they get back from their adventure much else it's like really just down to like is it going to be are they voting out NECA or is it going to be Noel um Cody well, well go ahead Noel comes back from her adventure and tells everybody like yeah, it was the risk your vote, protect your vote thing that Dwight went on to, yada, yada, yada. Uh, obviously, like, I'm coming back and, like, almost immediately going to tribal, and so I couldn't risk my vote. So, yeah. 
and then pulls Dwight well, aside and was like, that was a lie. I risked my vote and I got something. Yeah. Well, and she um, even tells them like, listen, I don't have anything. You can search me. Like I got nothing on my body. Um, and it turns out it, she hit it in like the ankle of her prosthetic. Yeah. Which is great. Um, but she tells Dwight that she got something and this is different than Gabler's. She got a steal a vote, um, which we have, we saw last season, but we've never seen it played. Yeah. I um, was going to ask, I don't, do you know how the process of it getting played? No, I'm, I was like hoping that it would come up. Cause if, if she really felt like she was in trouble, she would have played it here. Like she and Dwight would have wanted to steal a vote and it it would have been a great move and this would have been perfect to use. But there's it. like no point before voting where Jeff's like, okay, are there any pre-vote advantages? It's like, I don't understand how, like, if she plays it privately and then the producers are like, okay, she chose to steal Dwight's vote. So we got to see who Dwight voted for and that vote gets thrown out or something like that. That seems too convoluted. Like the show wouldn't have it worked that way. I think it might be that when she goes into the voting booth, she is like she like tells the camera like i am stealing jesse's vote and like writes on a second parchment and then they remove jesse's vote like they know which one jesse wrote because of the well yeah okay so that's what i was saying basically but that just feels like it's too much happening off screen for the viewer to see which feels kind of against what a lot of advanced stuff survivor usually does is i think that they would show no, I'm mean, telling the, the camera that like, part, but it's the going back in and like taking like it just feels I don't know. It seems weird. Uh yeah, that's fair. Um but I don't understand I, how. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it might almost be better for production to like X out a vote essentially of like oh yeah. Like so when it is revealed, it's like oh that this vote was stolen by or something. Is steal I'm, a vote I'm a new very thing? Very interested in how it works. To the new era of Survivor? Does what? Is steal a vote new to the new era of Survivor? I don't think so because I'm basing that off of the fact that the Discord games that I've played, like, use steal a vote decently often, but their voting system works a little like we don't all go into a hut and vote. Well, you should obviously. ask them or. Uh, maybe one of our listeners can reach out and let us know how steal a vote actually gets played in a game because I'm very curious. Um, did, did she only get a steal a vote or she got steal a vote and an extra vote? Or did she, because I felt like she mentioned extra vote, but was that just the steal a vote but, will let her steal that person's vote and give her the extra vote? Yeah, it like they can't vote and you do instead is what okay. steal a vote. Means. Okay, gotcha. Um, yeah, so. We go to tribal council. Um, oh, no, I did have that in my notes. I just like completely skipped over it. Um, it was <laughs> it was kind of funny because when she returned and she was like, she, I think she had a talk to the camera, a confessional where she was like, okay, definitely like don't want to trust anybody and tell them like what I have. But then she immediately goes and tells Dwight. I feel like that keeps happening. And like for 41 and 42, it kept happening of like, okay, we know that you're not supposed to tell anybody anything, but I definitely trust this person. So I can tell them. Well, I do think that in this case, she needs one person on her side. Like she needs to tell Dwight, like, Hey, you and I can outnumber the other three. If we want to like, that is, she has to tell someone about it. Yeah. I guess I would, we don't know at that point if 
she even had a chance to talk to find out like where the votes were leaning because like the other people vote end up voting for NECA. And so like, she might not have even needed to reveal that info. They might've already decided like NECA is going to be the one we're voting for. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah. So we go to tribal council. Um, Cody goes into tribal, not wearing his hat with beads on it, which I saw a post on Reddit of somebody saying like posting a meme of a guy being angry because Cody doesn't have his hat on. Um, NECA talks. She's upset about losing another tribe member. Um, uh, mostly tribal council kind of ends with Jeff asking them their confidence level, um, which <laughs> kind of has a funny interaction where he goes around and like a couple people say they're like very confident, including Jesse. And then a couple people say that they're like a nine. And then Jesse like interjects and he's like, okay, can we like keep the same scale here? Like I'm somebody who does this for like a living and going like very confident, very confident. Nine, nine makes no sense. And so then, um, then they switch to like the number system and, uh, there's still some nines. Jesse switches to a 10 with his number system. Um, and then Noel says a five, um, where she's like, it could go either way. Um, so knowing that NECA goes home here, why do you think Noel said the five? Maybe to not alert NECA that, she's confident or maybe that is what she I thought too. but also like i mean i i think it's ridiculous to ever be at a nine or ten um, i think it's ridiculous to ever be at a ten i think like nine i think is reasonable maybe but i i think noelle was actually at a nine and i think if she was actually at a five she would have played her vote steal yeah it is my thought so i like the people that i was watching with were like really she's at a five like that's weird uh like what's going on here and i was like i think that she's lying like i think that that is a uh a move to like not make to like prevent neca from playing her shot in the dark or something right she was too confident then neca would be like well that's odd um um so when after they vote uh jeff asks for any advantages or idols and nothing gets played i should Last season, the past couple seasons, I've done this, and I haven't started a list yet. What advantages do we know that are active in the game right now? So we know now that Noel has steal a vote. Yes. We know that Cody has a full idol. idol. We know that uh, Carla has a full idol. And Gabler has an idol for one more of his tribals. Okay. Uh, Is there anybody that's lost a vote that we haven't seen them? We already saw Dwight's lost vote happen. Yeah, and uh, Carla protected her vote when Dwight lost his, so that's no and one else both lost of a vote the guys then. protected. And yeah, so no one else one. has lost a vote. Okay, cool. Uh, so NECA gets voted out four to one. Um, she voted for Noel. Everybody else voted for her. That's happened about thirty-one times on the show. We saw it happen to Sean in season one, Karen in season ten, Cindy in season eleven, and then Roxroy and Lindsay um, in season forty-two. Uh. A quick answer that I looked up on the Survivor Wiki um, is that when Jeff says, okay, it's time to vote, you're supposed to be like, hey, also, I'm stealing this person's vote. They don't get to vote. Uh, okay. I was wondering about that because that also is like so much more public. I guess it's not more public because like when you play an idol, that's very public also, but it's like a pre-vote public thing, which is scary, I feel like. The fact that everyone else knows that it's happening when they go to vote is noteworthy, I think. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, it'd be hard to 
flip and i would imagine when that happens there can't be any more conversation or open tribals or anything like that or live tribals um but yeah interesting i hope we get to see that in action this season um yeah. so that episode ended um noelle when she's leaving says thanks to jesse and dwight um so it was clear that like she that she said thanks to them at tribal which made it clear that they must have had a discussion that we didn't see about who to vote for yes yeah i yeah i said no when she leaves i meant when neck is leaving no else says that yeah um we get a preview for next week which shows that a winning tribe is going to get to steal from the other camp um and noel says it's a cutthroat freaking game uh there's a couple other shots but those were the noteworthy things i put in right i have a prediction to make about this because i was like okay what stealing from camps we have not seen in 41 and 42 we've seen in like previous seasons and stuff because there's always kind of surprised about this right exactly so i'm like surprised by that but i my prediction is going to be that it's going to be a double tribal episode and so uh rather than it just being like okay there's one winner and two losers it'll still be like a you know a challenge like we've seen every time of an obstacle course leading to a puzzle but it's like when one one finishes, the other two don't get to give up. They are competing. And second place tribe goes to tribal, but keeps all of their stuff. And last place tribe goes to tribal and gets stolen from. But like, what is there to steal that wouldn't absolutely like destroy their chances of survival? Like they have a pot, a machete. Like you can't steal that. I mean, you can uh, like physically, but like. I think at this point they have all one like fishing gear or tools or something uh, of that okay. sort it just feels like they don't have enough stuff to warrant that i agree with that i, I wonder like, if it's gonna i'm very interested in how that's gonna go maybe it's a ruse and it's gonna be like that challenge in season 12 where they like have to tie up a bunch of shit and then the other tribes get to chance to untie it maybe i thought that it had i thought it had a spoiler honestly in the preview because I thought it showed like Noel on a boat alone. And I was like, so Noel's tribe wins and she gets to go and steal from someone else. Like maybe that's too obvious, but it it felt like that to me of Vessi's going to win and Noel gets sent to go steal from someone else. Yeah. Um, maybe they get to steal a person. Maybe. Uh, do I mean, we've seen that before. Like it was. Either that or we saw in Pearl Islands, I think, where it was like they stole Rupert. Uh, so he wasn't at tribal and they couldn't vote for him. Mm -hmm. And they also got to like interact with him and stuff at their tribe. Um, so it could be something like that of like they got to go take someone. Um, all right, cool. Uh, update on confessionals, just in case anybody's interested in that. Uh, this episode had by far the least amount of confessionals, but it was a just regular hour long episode. So that makes sense um coco has the very least amount of confessionals followed by baka and then vessi who we've seen go to two tribals so it makes sense that we're going to get more confessionals from them um cody has the most so far with 24 confessionals averaging eight per episode um and then jesse and ellie are tied for number two um all right so fantasy wise uh we got to pick an mvp um okay i'm ready oh boy i'm not um okay i'm ready um 
Yeah, Ooh, sorry. I was ready and then I changed my mind. Uh, but yeah, okay, I'm ready. Three. Ooh, I had the same thing. I wonder if we did the same thing. Okay, three, three two, two, one. Carla. Carla. Were you going to go Noel? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was Noel. And then I was like, well, Carla did fine and successfully get, like, she cleared up a beware advantage, has an idol, and didn't lose the challenge. Yeah, the d- not losing the challenge was like, Noel also use social skills to get an advantage yeah uh and like survived the vote but she if if i can choose someone who didn't have to go to tribal council i try to do that yeah so overall for fantasy uh i continue my streak of having the person on my team who gets voted out which means patrick does not because we don't share very many people because i picked people he said no to in the lightning round quizzes uh so he has 955 points jared has 708 and i have 593 we're three episodes in and patrick has almost double my score already yes uh which also means that in three more episodes it could be changed yeah triple quadruple my score who knows yeah or you could come back in some way uh other Um, predictions even though you only have five people now that are accruing points uh jeff still hasn't spoken any episode titles um, idols in the game that are active we're up to three um patrick predicted five so we're getting there i predicted 10 so we're getting there um no tribal councils with the tied vote still no successful idols play no shots in the dark yet no live tribals yet um non-idol advantages we have one. one of those right now because we've got the steal the vote and then unanimous votes uh we had another one of those so we're up to two of those because NECA just got voted out unanimous. Uh, oh, wait, I didn't change that number. Uh, cool. And for our other predictions, we need to predict who we think is going to get voted off next, who we think is going to say the next episode title. We can talk final three. Um, the next episode title is Show No Mercy. Noel. I'm going to go with Jeff for that. I think it might mm, be a Jeff. I almost Jeffy. said Jeff. I could see him like describing the like stealing from the other camp is like, listen, do what you want. Show no mercy. Yeah. Uh, I also, I, I think Noelle is going to be the one. She says something about it being a cutthroat game. I think that that's where she's going to say show no mercy. Next boot, man. I feel like we don't have a whole lot to go on here. I'm going to hope that finally Coco loses something just so we can get to spend some more time with Coco. And Uh if that's the case, I'm gonna, man, I don't know. We just don't know them well enough. I'm going to say I mean, James. Ooh, really? Okay. I'm going to say Gio, who I have said every time. Um, every time thinking that Coco is going to go to tribal. And I think that when Coco goes to tribal, Gio will go. So one of these times they're going to lose. Um, our final three that I said last time was Janine, Dwight, Cassidy. They're all still in the show. So I'm going to continue saying them. Uh, I said... Carla, Jesse, Owen, same things. Going to keep it. Yeah, yours definitely feels like a better prediction, but we'll see. I don't know. I I don't know that Carla, Jesse, and Owen, like, I think that all of them are in great positions right now on their tribes. I don't know. I just mean it's more likely that at least one of your names is still going to be in the final three than one of my names. Oh, yes, I would agree with that. I just, I think that I'm very interested in how this merge will end up going, which mm-hmm. I was thinking uh, in past seasons in 41 and 42, merge happens episode six. So we're like getting there. 
Mm-hmm. That's kind of why I'm like, we have to have a double tribal next episode, right? Like, I said this last week too, but it didn't happen again. And I'm shocked that we haven't had a double tribal yet. So my guess is next time. Um, okay. We got anything else to talk about this episode besides doing plugs? I definitely didn't forget plugs. Uh, no, nope. Cool. What do you, what do you want to plug? I am going to plug, um, the newest season of the adventure zone, a D and D well, or I should say a tabletop role-playing game, uh, live play podcast with the McElroy brothers and their dad. Um, I'm plugging it right now because they just started a new campaign where they're not actually playing D and D they're playing a system called blades in the dark which is uh, meant to be, like, about criminals and trying to pull off, like, heists and stuff. Um, but Justin is running it, and it's all about uh, being employees at this, like, very futuristic theme park and trying to run, like, underground criminal businesses uh, while also being employed by this theme park. And they're only, like, one episode in, so it's a great time to get into it. Uh, I have listened to like the setup episode and then half of the first episode. Um, and, uh, it's great so far. I'm very, like, I'm hyped about it. Uh, it seems very intriguing and interesting. So if you are like, Ooh, I've always wanted to listen to something like that, but I've never had a good place to start or it's so overwhelming to try to catch up, do it now. Cause they have done a setup episode and episode one and great time to jump in. That steeplechase, uh, the adventure zone. Yeah, uh, the adventure zone is the name of the podcast. If you're searching for podcast, and then the arc or campaign is called steeplechase. Very cool. I haven't listened to the. I listened to the setup episode. I haven't listened to the first episode yet. Uh, so excited for that. Um, I'm going to recommend. I told myself last week and told you all that I wasn't going to recommend food, and so I can't recommend food. Even though the whole time you were giving that, I was sitting here and I was like, okay, what am I going to recommend? And the thing that I was ready and I was like, all right, I got it. It was definitely something that was food related. So I totally also thought of a second thing that I'm going to say right now, which is haunted stuff, haunted experiences (laughs) to do with your friends. So like on Friday night, uh, this previous Friday, me and a couple friends went to, there's a place um, like south of downtown Seattle, an area called Georgetown. And specifically, there's the Georgetown morgue, which is no longer run as a morgue. But for Halloween, they open it up as like the haunted Georgetown morgue. And you go through and there's all sorts of like spooky stuff. Uh, terrifying. It, it was it's awesome. Like they just I've done a few of those things before. Ohio, where I grew up has a bunch of like haunted forest and stuff that is fun but usually like pretty like shitty to be honest like just because it's like walls made of like plywood and like it's not not a lot of production value going in because they try to run it super cheaply so that way they can make the most money this one is like huge production value like you go in it's awesome there's like parts where like uh you have to like duck under areas to like get through um stuff there's like running water in spots that'll like spray you with water occasionally lots of like actual people along with like animatronics throughout um doing stuff to scare you there's uh one like one hallway you walk down where the floors are all different panels that are on hydraulics and so the floors like feels like it's like breaking under you and like bumping you up and stuff that's super cool 
Um, oh, wow. Scariest part of the whole thing is there's one where you see the sign that just says push through and it's just two huge like inflatable things like floor to ceiling with just like a crack in the middle and you just have to like literally push yourself through this crack and it's like probably a good like 15 or 20 feet you are just like enveloped in these things you can't see anything you're just like pushing through this like inflatable like stuff not being able to see anything is terrifying and fantastic so yeah that sounds great highly recommended so if you're ever in the seattle area around october go to the georgetown morgue check it out uh all right cool listeners why don't you let us know if you like haunted stuff or if you like steeplechasing uh you can email us at tribal council podcast at gmail.com or tweet at us at tribal council 20 and as always for this week of tribal council this is chris signing off this is patrick and the tribe has spoken oh yeah oh yeah